Hey there. Welcome to the in-between. Thank you. Um, <laughs> thank you. We have been hashing it out off no microphone. Barred. That's right. About Christmas. So let me just tell you, um, if tell, you don't know. Tell us. Christmas is coming. <gasps> the goose is getting hey, fat. Have we decided when to do what date to do the Christmas, Christmas Eve party or the Christmas Eve services? Um, that's going to be the 24th of okay. December. Again? We did that last year. When it always Again? is. Again? Yeah. Yeah, but it's weird this year. <clears throat> if you haven't looked ahead on your schedule, mm. um, it's weird this year because I mean, it's, it feels like it's weird every year. Like, let's just, let's just admit it. <laughs> yes. We are always surprised by <laughs> December 24th because it doesn't fall on the same day of the week. <coughs> Goodness. Sorry, oh, start doing filtered. I'm great. Yeah. yeah. I'm filtered. Great. It doesn't um, fall on the same day. It of doesn't the week. fall on the same day of the week every. So it's on the same day mm. of the month, but it's not. I. I. It's weird. I know. <laughs> I, I feel like I'm explaining this to everybody. I'm the, overly I'm under, explaining I'm this it. to everybody. I'm feeling it. Um, but because December 24th is a Sunday this year, like this, it's just. You know, there's problems to solve. There's problems to solve. That's right. It's exactly. why we're What's funny the is, you know, bucks. we've already done this, I think, twice. Paul and I were laughing about the fact, like, so we should have, like, taken notes or something. We've made this decision, like, twice before. I, I think we've only made this decision once before. Oh, that's true, because we probably were only doing one service. Yeah. The, the, the first time we faced this moment. Yeah, the first time we faced this, I don't think we were doing two services on a uh, um, Christmas... So this is only our Eve, second Sunday. time, maybe, to do all this. But, you know, we've had Christmas Day on Sunday. We've yep, had, yep. I mean, there's just been, there's all kinds of stuff. So I remember that because that was pajamas. That was pajamas. Um, And my kids showed up, my wife and my kids showed up one time in pajamas to a Christmas Eve service that wasn't pajamas. And yep, it was now. Imagine... It was after Her they horror. got there. Yeah, right. When everyone was everyone in else suits. is like, "Dad, gummit, we should have worn pajamas." Yeah, I agree. That's exactly what everybody else was thinking, but yep. it's not what my wife perceived. Everyone <laughs> else is thinking because she doesn't give herself that kind of slack. Oh, she anyway. Should. So we're trying to figure this out, and we will be communicating that very soon. Yep, because uh, we got to run it by some executives. We only have one executive in the room. That's right. And he's <laughs> probably going to forget his opinion. And That's exactly right. Someone's going to talk me into minutes. a different opinion in a few minutes. Um, anyway, but that's where we're at. It'll um, be fun. We're It'll already awesome. thinking about that. It's going to be fun no matter what. Mm -hmm. uh, but today we were also at the very beginning of our pre-conversation conversation. conversation um, we were talking about how we really only have two weeks to finish First Samuel. Yeah. That's in it wild because we have we have to do First Samuel thirty this week, and then we have to do First Samuel thirty one on the twenty sixth because the nineteenth is a devoted Sunday. That's so right. All of you people out there listening, we have a devoted Sunday coming up on the nineteenth. Yes, so we do. Prepare for that. So, um, Alan, if you can get some deacons ready for <laughs> that, would be really helpful. Yeah, we'll talk tonight. <laughs> Tonight. That's right. At the big deacons meeting. Big deacons big meeting, deacon tonight. meeting tonight. Well, um, our tonight. Our that's tonight. Right. Who knows? Your what, your what last night, or you know, some other day. Um. Anyway, so First Samuel thirty. We're back into First Samuel. Yep. Barely, and then we're going to be out of First Samuel. Anyway, it's it's a great. It's I love this chapter. 
You do? Um, I do love this chapter. Okay, so um, do you remember, I was going to ask you this, do you remember um, the series of books, you've, you've always talked about wanting to write yep. um, books about the Mighty Men. Do you remember that there was a series of books, um, and I think there were actually only two of them that were written, as far as I know. Right, that were, um, kind, that that were, were meant to be kind of what I wanted to yes, do. Yes, yeah. I mean, and he takes a very different view of certain things than you do, absolutely. Yeah, I've not even... Um, Looked yet? I've no, I've never seen those, but, but I know they exist. But the one that, uh, and I, as I remember it, you weren't going to read them because you yeah. still wanted to write your book someday, and, Lord willing, yes, and not uh, be influenced by somebody else's writing of it. Which totally makes sense. You'd hate to be per not perjured. That's when you lie to, to per to. What is the word when you when, when you, you copy steal somebody, somebody else wrote plagiarize? Plagiar Thank you. I was like. Right there. I like perjury. Perjury. <laughs> no, it's plagiarism. Um, and Alan was like, plagiarism, plagiarism, plagiarism. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Sorry, Alan. We're slower than you. Anyway, um, but in the reason I was going to ask is because um, the book that that guy wrote, and I'm sorry, I'm forgetting uh, what his uh, name is or even what the title of the books are. Right. Um, but his first one that kind of focuses <clears throat> on Benaiah. Okay. Um, he tells this story too, as part of that story. Okay. Um, and it's at the end of this like battle with the Amalekites. Yeah. The Benaiah uh, defeats the Egyptian. The really oh, big interesting. Guy. Yeah. That's at this battle. Yeah. So anyway, I you mean again, against the against against the Amalekites? Yeah. That's the one? Okay. Yeah. Like when he the, goes to fight the Amalekites, he thinks that's when that happens? Well, no. I mean, I don't know. He, okay. He, I'm sure that he's taking all of these stories and trying to fit them into a compact, yeah. like, whatever. That's not terrible, though. There is an Egyptian in this Yeah. In so this account. He he takes that Egyptian and makes it the really big dude that okay. Maniah kills with his own spear. Oh, fascinating. So, all anyway. Right. But there's a whole lot of, like, David being broken inside of this yes after coming back from anyway i'm not gonna go into that but well that's i mean that's the first big moment we yes. get is that phrase at the end of chapter at the end of verse six that deserves to be its own verse yeah i hate that it's part of another you verse. mean yeah <laughs> but david strengthened himself in the lord his god yep. and uh, i'm gonna i'm not sure how exactly i want to do this but uh like i've, I've got a bunch of psalm references David's Psalms where he like does this. And this is a wild, like it's take, it's been a long time. It is, it's hard to tell how long it's been since David has directly spoken to God. Obviously it's not possible to know for sure, but man, mm -hmm. it's a big deal. We have a hard time seeing the evidence of it. Right. It seems like it's been a couple of years. Um, the last time we've and seen those David, of us that walk with Jesus know oh, yeah, what that feels absolutely. like. Absolutely. And and many of us know how bad how badly we can get into trouble in a couple of years of not yeah. talking to. Mm. What's up, Ken and, Hodge? Yeah, that's right. Hey, Ken. Um, and so it's part of Ken's testimony asking. Um, so so good. I would say this is a like man, what a great experience, and we get to see this. That's one of the two things I really want to draw attention to in this chapter. And the other one is which we've talked about before in other settings is that you have this very clear divine intervention mm. 
um, David and 600 men, and it ends up being 400, who actually fight mm-hmm. against this army of the uh, this uh, Amalekite army. And and the whole thing plays out is this clearly the, guided by God. Y'all stay with the baggage? Yes. Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. <clears throat> 200 stay with the baggage and 400 go fight. Because they're too exhausted to fight. <clears throat> yeah, they have just run down an army. Yeah. Um, which is, again, a after, little scary themselves. After marching yeah. from the battlefield. That's right. So uh, I'll bet they're exhausted. And so they get back. And the fact that they're not all exhausted is amazing. They get back and they have this battle. And it's the, clearly God is doing all of this for David. I mean, everything is returned to him unharmed. Mm-hmm. It's amazing. And But the obvious question is like, well, then why did God allow it in the first place? Right. It's it's our tendency to want to understand maybe how God does stuff. Maybe it's verse six B. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Maybe verse six B is the whole point of this. Yeah, he's trying to get David's attention. So, yes, it sure seems like it. Um, and you know, praise God, he gets it. Mm-hmm. But it is a, um, it's it's such a great passage where we see this play out, and it feels just like the scene. Um, back in Genesis, when Abraham runs down five armies yeah. and defeats them, and you know, the, again, we get the the same the same patterns that we've seen. David finally is is looking to God. This is the it, it has been since Kila, since he has asked that we know of. Yeah, the the written like right we have an account of, and that's that's again, it's good to know. Like even if that's not. If you were there, if there were other times David prayed or asked or whatever, mm-hmm. it does still matter that we are not told about it. Yep. We're supposed to be connecting to the fact that David is not is not doing what he should be doing here, and he has not been talking to God about it per, very well. So mm-hmm. there we are. So this great account of David chasing down um, this band of who have attacked. Raiders. Yep. And and they've I mean they burned Ziklag. It's this definitely okay. David's sin and the way David has tried to tell his story, the way David has tried to solve this problem himself, which is precisely what uh, Ray, um, Abigail warned him against. Mm-hmm. But no, he did it, and and now they he it nearly gets him killed. It's wild that he gets um that his own men are prepared to stone him to death. Yeah, because they blame him. Mm-hmm. For this, um, and well, their wives have been taken, and their yeah, children, their wives and children are gone. I'm pretty like, sure I'd be all little, kinds of upset. Yeah, they want to find. You want to blame age. somebody? Ooh, yeah. I'm okay. So if you put yourself in God's position, you have to answer to it the way God does. <laughs> like that's yep. That's a real thing. Yep, that's a good way to think of it. He put himself in the position of God. Without the understanding of God. Yeah. Um, Oops. Yep. Yeah. I love that about our God. That, um, like I, I, I'm not above questioning God. I do it a lot in my heart. Um, yeah. Saying, you know, like, well, if you had just done this differently, then this wouldn't have happened, or this would have. Why did you allow this to happen? Mm-hmm. Like all of that. And I had struggled with that when I was a uh, younger man because I was like, I don't think I'm allowed to 
do this to God um, mm-hmm. because, you know, he's God and I'm not. Um, and my dad was always super um, uh, gracious with me in the way that he would respond whenever I would say stuff like that. Cause it really felt like I felt a lot of guilt for it when I was a kid mm-hmm. because he was like, no, I mean, God, God can handle that. Like he's big enough. Right. Not only to do the right thing in all of these complex situations, but he's big enough to handle your disappointment with it and your questions about it. Mm-hmm. And so what I love about our God, the reason I said that, is what I love about our God is that when we get to heaven and we see the full plan, he is going to be accountable for all of that in a way that we don't understand. Right. And we're still going to glorify him for it. Oh yeah. Like, I love that. I I mean, that is, that is the hope that I have for all of these terrible things that we see happening in the world right now. Yep. Is that God will be glorified I I I fully believe that if if what we believe is true if it's if this yeah. is that one of the consequences of that is that all of creation mm-hmm. even the people who suffered even the people who faced yeah. hardship even that will all say he he was right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Every knee will bow. That's right. And I I really do I agree with that. I think every single person will say that that makes sense now. Yeah. So so yeah, it's I I I love stories like this. I love that we get stories like this because um, you know it's easy for me also to be like, well, why didn't we get more about this or that or whatever? We get stories like this, you know, right? And it makes it really easy to easier to put ourselves in these positions and be like, okay, how would I have? Handled that. Mm-hmm. It's, it's, yeah, I, I think it's a very cool uh, and picture. And, and so what we see is God allows this tragedy to happen mm-hmm. and then also provides the solution, the escape mm-hmm. from it. And, and David is faithful to follow through with his job. It's, it always strikes me. It's one of those things that strikes me over and over again at how God involves us in, in what he's doing in, in a way that doesn't seem necessary. It's like, so like if, if God, the, the example that I talk about all the time is the, um, is when, you know, Joshua had, they just been defeated at AI mm-hmm. and God tells Joshua, okay, go do this thing where you, you know, go through all the tribes and go through all the clans and mm-hmm. go through all and God could have just told him right then. Yeah. Like, Where the, yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's, he could have told him mm-hmm. right then who had it and who the problem was. And so in the same way, God has given David the responsibility to chase down and defeat this army, but God gives them into David's hand yeah. and guides David to go do it. Tells David, go yeah. chase them down and you will defeat them. Yeah. And, but God doesn't just go. They're all laying dead just outside the city walls where I slew them all. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's it's just a fascinating picture for us. Of and again, I I may use this to draw us back to the conversations of like capital campaigns or yeah. being inviting in church. Like mm-hmm. God could just go poof, and we walked in, and there's a big stack of cash, 
you know, to pay or for whatever. Or the buildings are there. Or the building. Yeah, you know? Thank you. Yeah, that actually makes even either, more sense. Well, either way. That just bang, suddenly there's a building standing there. Mm-hmm. Um, um, or. And a whole lot of people that are like, who's Jesus? Yeah. tell. Could you tell us about this Jesus? And and yet, man, he, he lets us be a part of all of mm-hmm. that. Um, and this is uh, uh, as as almost like an uh, aside. Um, and I was going to. Um, anyway, almost as like a side lesson, like just a sundry lesson in the midst of this is mm-hmm. this whole like and as they you know have the spoils of this they're like no we're the ones who fought the guys who stayed with the baggage don't get anything right and god's like all right the truth is not god's like the truth is that they didn't win the battle themselves mm-hmm. right so why would they get more spoils than the people who stayed right. with the baggage right. that's right like don't don't mm-hmm. be that guy yep if you're mm-hmm. if you're tempted inside of, you know, inviting someone to reap a higher reward than someone else, like no, that's you're you're missing it. Right. We're obedient mm-hmm. to what God has given us and what our role is inside of this, and it's not at all the glorification part. Yep. Um, mm-hmm. If you're tempted to give to the capital campaign because you want your name on a plaque, like. Yeah, God's the one who provides regardless. If you if you gave a million dollars or if you gave one dollar or if you, you gave prayed or if you prayed or if you served, like we are all equal sharers in the results yeah. um, of the ministry. Yeah. That's good. And like you said, um talking about who we are, that we have everything in common. Right. We are one people, we are one body. Um, we don't, <laughs> we rejoice with those who rejoice and we mourn with those who mourn. Yeah. Like we, we're all in different places right now as this building is being built. We may be in totally different places the next time a building's being built. Uh, oh, listen, we actually, um, I had someone reach out to me. So I actually know this, like there was someone who a few years ago when we were doing something, God had provided this amazing business opportunity and he had just been hitting it out of the park. And so his pledge, you know, was like a hundred thousand dollars and his life has changed. He's in a totally different work environment. He had to stand up for some stuff that was hard and he did. And this time his pledge is, you know, a 10th of that. Yeah. That's that is not the measure. Like no. it doesn't make any difference. He is he is giving faithfully from what God has given him. Yeah. And and already, I mean, I'm I'm already in that position. Like I'm already, uh, you know, my my story already is God put a number on my heart that I was, I had no no idea. Like <laughs> I was like, yeah, there's no way this is happening. Yeah. Um. And yet God changed my life meaningfully yeah. in the last couple of years. In the last year, last six eight months. And now I know exactly where that's coming from. Yeah. And so it's just an amazing thing that God provides Again, when we step out in faith like that. And it's God the one doing it. If you find us talking about this and you're like, yeah, but I know the truth. And that's that the people who give more money, like that's the real, like they're the ones getting it. No, like <laughs> yeah, exactly. I, you have to stop. You have to stop. Yeah. You have to remember like, no. The, the widow is the only one who impressed Jesus with her giving. The only one. That, that we see of. The only one that he's, you know, you imagine him standing and watching her walk in after watching all these wealthy. That That is, 
it is it is a wonderful gift when God provides wealth to someone and they use that wealth to accomplish big things yeah. in the worldly perspective. Yes, that is fantastic. That is so cool and how much fun that must be. Yeah. And that is not God's measure of success. Like all those are simultaneously true. We get to revel in if we're sitting and watching the baggage. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. that's where we are or we get to go to the battle that cuz that's where we are. And what's yeah. really all the time, by the way, I have to assume these are simultaneous to Saul and the Philistines fighting. Yeah. David has been sent back home. Ziklag is burned. His family's missing. He runs them down. All of this happens within probably a 24-hour period, and that's why they're so exhausted. And that 24-hour period must be the same 24-hour period. That I mean, David has probably just returned with hordes of everything Amalekites had stolen from everybody mm-hmm. because they'd been raiding all kinds of people. He then comes back with all of these, you know, the piles of spoils, and he's sitting there with these piles of spoils, spreading them out among his men, getting ready mm-hmm. to, you know, where are we going to go live now? The Ziklag's been burned to the mm-hmm. ground, and he's sitting there with his men for two and, days. And someone's right. going to come running up to him and say, "Saul and Jonathan, are Saul dead. and Jonathan are dead." And like, golly, just just mm-hmm. what this all looks like is shocking. How this all plays out. So the provision, God's provision throughout this whole process is just a beautiful thing. Mm. So very cool. We got a lot going on right now. Um, yeah, we do. We're excited about what God's teaching us and what we're going to get to do. So be encouraged. Be encouraged.